Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. Coming at you, another episode of Jazz from the 70s, one of our listeners' popular favorites. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. So, let's get to some groovy music. Mm-hmm. 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 
on Cause in this world it seems so hard to move on It seems like people like to do the right thing And I just want to make out good in this game Uh, the great Roy Ayers on the vibraphone with Movin' Groovin' from his 1976 album on Polydor, Vibrations. 
And in that band, we heard, of course, Roy Ayers, Edwin Bird's song, Philip Wu, Chano O'Farrell on the congas, Chuck Anthony on guitar, William Allen on the bass, Steve Cobb on drums, Justo Almario on the tenor saxophone, John Mosley on the trumpet, and the Chicas on background vocals. All right. Before that, we heard the great saxophonist Nathan Davis with his 1977 album, Sweet for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We heard the last track on the album, Funkadilly Molly. And then we started out the first set right there, the entire set, with the great Rasan Roland Kirk going all the way back to 1971 with Natural Black Inventions, Root Strata. We heard Black Root, Back to the Root. So, of course, we heard Kirk doing his thing, you know, with all the, the different instruments at once, you know. And uh, in that band, you had, of course, uh, Kirk on the tenor saxophone, Manzello, Stritch, clarinet, flute, mystery pipes, harmonium, piccolo, bass drum, thunder sheet, cymbals, bells, music box, palms, timpani, gong, and bird sounds. Yes, all of that. Maurice McKinley on the drums, Joe Habad, Texador on the tambourine, triangle, washboard, and Sonelius Smith on the piano on one track on that album. All right. Let's get to some more 70s jazz and just show you how groovy and smooth it can be. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
that concludes our smooth set here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. You're tuned in to Jazz from the 70s. Smooth as a baby's bottom. All right. So that last one was Eric Gale. Eric Gale is a phenomenal jazz guitarist who was an incredible, incredible studio musician. And hardly anybody knows his name. Which is really unfortunate. Um, now, he did pass away back in 1994, but and he was only 55 years old. But just take a look, like Wikipedia, Eric Gale's studio sessions. I'm just going to throw out a couple up here that just, you know, their names just pop out at me. Okay, we're talking Oliver Nelson, Johnny Hodges, Clark Terry, Benny Golson, Van Morrison, Bernard Purdy, Herbie Mann, uh, Shirley Scott, Yusef Latif, Sonny Stitt, Quincy Jones, Dizzy Gillespie, Freddie Hubbard, Gary Burton, Herbie Hancock, uh, Esther Phillips, Johnny Hammond, Hank Crawford, David Fathead Newman, Art Farmer, Pee Wee Ellis, Carla Blay, Bob James, Lalo Shafreen, Irby Green, Joe Cocker, Paul Butterfield, Grover Washington Jr., Joe Farrell, Cedar Walton, Ashford and Simpson, Tom Scott, I mean, Stanley Turrentine, Hubert Laws, Billy Joel, you know, Carly Simon, my God. God, Ralph McDonald, Diana Ross, Paul Simon, Richard T., Michael Franks, Teddy Pendergrass. I mean, come on. This guy has literally done it all, and more people should know his name. He was on Michael Jackson's Bad. I'm still looking at this. It's an amazing. He's on Michael Jackson's Bad album, Al Jarreau. So, yeah, more people should know about Eric Gale, okay? So, before that, we heard the group Friendship from Lee Rittenauer. <clears throat> we heard the track Bullet Train. And this is kind of like a super group. This is from their 1979 album Friendship. It is the album Friendship by Friendship. And it is Lee Rittenauer on the acoustic and electric guitars, Steve Foreman on percussion, Abraham, Abraham Laboreal on the bass, Don Grusin on the keyboards, the great Ernie Watts on saxophone, and Alex Acuna on drums and dembales. Just 1979, it's kind of the end of the 70s, so it starts to get a little smooth, but that's okay. And then we started out that set with Benson and Farrell, George Benson. Joe Farrell, 1976, from their CTI album, Benson and Farrell, in which the whole front cover looks like a pack of, an old pack of cigarettes, like a soft pack or something like that. Um, yeah, and we heard Beyond the Ozone. And there's a bunch of great tra uh, musicians on these tracks and on this throughout this album. George Benson, of course, on guitar. Joe Farrell on the flute and saxophones. Eddie Daniels and Dave Tafani on flute, uh, background flutes. Don Grolnick, again, on electric piano. Eric Gale, again, 
and Steve Kahn on guitar tracks, back background guitar tracks. Gary King and Will Lee on the bass. Andy Newmark on the drums. Nicky Marrero on percussion. Jose Madera on the congas. Michael Calazza on the timbales. And David Matthews was the arranger. Not Dave Matthews, you know, but like David Matthews, the same guy who was on CTI, you know, producing a bunch of great albums and arranging all of them. So he was the arranger for this CTI album. So Benson and Farrell, Beyond the Ozone. All right, so we've got a very hip set coming at you. Charles Mingus with Larry Coryell. You better believe it. I found it. From three or four shades of blue, here's Better Get It In Your Soul. Thank you. 
Night Streets, the great Chick Corea, from his 1976 album, Masterpiece, actually. It's 1976 Masterpiece, My Spanish Heart. It was the last track on side one of a two-album set. Um, killer band, totally killer band. Of course, Korea is on all the piano and synthesizers. He also was the composer and the arranger. Stanley Clark, his buddy from Return to Forever, was on the bass, the upright, and the electric. The great Steve Gadd was on drums. Narada Michael Walden was on um, the hand claps. And Don Elias was on percussion. The great Jean-Luc Ponty was on violin. Uh, Gail Moran, Chick's wife, was on vocals. There was a string quartet and a brass section. Just killer. Killer, killer, killer music all throughout this album. If you're new to 70s jazz, rock, jazz fusion, whatever you want to call it, Jazz from the 70s. If you're new to this and you like that track, that last track, please check out Chick Corea's My Spanish Heart. It's just one of the masterpieces of jazz from the 70s. Before that, we heard from The 11th House with Larry Coryell from their album Level One. And Level One came out in 1975. And we heard That's the Joint. And the 11th house is comprised of Larry Coryell on the guitar, Michael Lawrence on the flugelhorn and trumpet, Mike Mandel on the keyboards, John Lee, who is the one who wrote that track, that's the joint, is the bassist, and the great Alphonse Mouzon was the drummer for the 11th house. And that was a segue into the track that started out that last set, which was Better Get It In Your Soul, which is from, it's a, it's a tune that Charles Mingus wrote back in the 50s and recorded originally for Columbia Records off of his seminal jazz masterpiece, Mingus Ah Um, in 1959. But this was from an album, called Three or Four Shades of Blues, and it's on Atlantic Records from 1977. And it features Charles Mingus on bass and the great Larry Coryell on guitar. Now, on this whole album is a who's who. We've got Jack Walrath on the trumpet, Ricky Ford on tenor sax, George Coleman on alto and tenor sax, Sonny Fortune on alto sax, Jimmy Rolls is on a piano track, Philip Catherine's on guitar on some tracks, John Schofield is on guitar on some tracks, Ron Carter on bass on some tracks, George Mraz is actually on bass on a couple of tracks, backup bass, Danny Richmond on drums, so... Yeah, and it's all Mingus. So, um, but yeah, it's just great to hear Mingus and, you know, all them guys with like Larry Coryell doing that sort of thing. You know what I mean? So, really hip shit. All right, getting on to some more music. This set 
is got some interesting stuff in it. So stick around. Don't forget, if you're interested in these, check out the al- correct album titles and the correct album art so you know what you're getting. Don't go blindly into this whole foray of jazz. Check out the website. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast, Z Podcast, all one word, dot WordPress dot com. And there you can check out our latest episodes and album art, track names, and artist names. Where You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. And please don't forget to write a review on iTunes. Give us a shout-out on SoundCloud. Tell us if you like it, if you don't like it, some ideas for other shows. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll give a shout-out. And we'll take your advice and uh, any ideas that you have. So... On to the next set of music. Thank you for listening. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
the Mahavishnu Orchestra with Vital Transformation from their 1971 classic, The Inner Mounting Flame. And if you're not familiar with the Mahavishnu Orchestra, that is John McLaughlin on the guitar, Rick Laird on the bass, Jerry Goodman on the violin, Jan Hammer on the keyboards, and Billy Cobham on the drums. Every track on this album is a classic. So from Meeting of the Spirits to A Lotus on Irish Streams, Vital Transformation, which we just heard, Dance of the Maya, You Know You Know, Awakening, Noonward Race, it's all great stuff. You cannot go wrong with that album. Probably my favorite Mahavishnu album. I love Birds of Fire, but that's probably my favorite. So, before that, we heard a great, great, great take by Horace Silver from his 1975 album, Silver and Brass. We heard the sophisticated hippie. And in that band, of course, Horace was on piano, but the great Tom Harrell was on trumpet. Bob Berg was on tenor sax, right? Bernard Purdy was the drummer. Bob Cranshaw, who played with Sonny Rollins for years, was on the bass. It's just, and there's a lot of great guys on the backgrounds on this, too. You've got Buddy Collette, great West Coast uh, multi-reed player, was on saxophone and flute. Jerome Richardson was on sax and flute as well. Maurice Spears on bass trombone, Frank Rosalino, another great West Coast cat, on trombone, and Vince DeRosa was on French horn. Oscar Brashear and Bobby Bryant was on trumpet and flugelhorns. So, and then we started off the set. We bookended it with two powerhouse guitar players. We heard from the great Al DiMiola from his 1976 album Land of the Midnight Sun. We heard Sweet Golden Dawn which is like a three-part suite. The first part being Morning Fire. The second part being Calmer of the Tempests. And the final movement to the Golden Dawn suite was From Ocean to the Clouds. And on that, we heard Mingo Lewis on percussion. We heard the great Alphonse Muzon on drums. Jaco Pastorius on the bass and Barry Miles on the synthesizer and keyboards along with Al DiMiola. Now, that was only on that track. On the re- on many of the other tracks, you've got Chick Corea, Stanley Clark, Anthony Jackson, Steve Gadd, Lenny White. I mean, you're not going to go wrong with this album. It's killer, all right? Al Demiola, Land of the Midnight Sun, 1976. Mm. All right, we got some more great stuff coming at you. Up next, we've got the great Italian trumpet player Enrico Rava with John Abercrombie on guitar. Here is Parks.
Sueño con Mexico by the great Pat Metheny from his 1979 solo release, New Chitaka, off of the ECM label. Um, <clears throat> if you really dug that kind of just solemn, beautiful sound of solo guitar, this whole album is for you. Uh, from Country Poem to Hermitage to Daybreak to Sueño con Mexico. Every one of these six tracks are really beautiful and gorgeous. And of course, Pat Metheny is an ace composer. Uh, this is truly when he was experimenting and in his prime, I think, of composing. Um, very short, beautiful masterpieces. Uh, before that, we heard from the band Catalyst. And if you're not hip with Catalyst, um, don't feel bad. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that aren't. So we heard the track Yuzuri, and I believe that's from their 1974 Muse album, Unity. Uh, but I'm not sure. And uh, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to read a little blurb here. Catalyst was a funk jazz quartet from Philly whose material presaged the work of later jazz fusion artists. 
The group encountered regional success around Philly in the 1970s and have become more widely known since the re-release of their materials on CDs. The group was discovered by the producer Skip Drinkwater, if you can believe that was his real name, uh, who signed them to Muse Records after hearing them play at a club in West Philly. In West Philadelphia. All right. Uh, so Drinkwater and Dennis Willen produced their self-titled uh, debut uh, in 1972 with the following personnel. Eddie Green was on keyboards and vocals. Sherman Ferguson was the percussionist. The great Odeon Pope was the multi-readist playing saxophone, flute, and oboe. And Alfonso Johnson. That's right, the same Alfonso Johnson from the last episode of Jazz from the 70s and the exact same bassist from Weather Report. That's right. The group received a little label support for major tours, and so what they did was they spent most of their time playing around Philadelphia and New York. The group recorded and released a second album around 1972, through Cobblestone Records rather than Muse Records, and that was called Perception. But by this time, Alfonso Johnson had left the group to join Weather Report. You guessed it. And so Alfonso Johnson was replaced on bass by Tyrone Brown. Okay, so people have compared their compositions in this band to Coltrane, Weather Report, and Return to Forever. Uh, a cult following had grown up around the band by around this time, who returned in 1974 with Unity uh, back on Muse Records. So they went from Muse Records to Cobblestone back to Muse. Uh, but this album, Unity, in 74, featured Billy Hart in addition to its core members. Uh, 1975's album, after a Tear and a Smile would be the group's final album release because poor album sales and disenchantment with the industry, meaning they were getting screwed by the record industry, led the group to disband in 1976. Following their time with Catalyst, Green, Brown, and Ferguson played also with Pat Martino on the 1974 album Consciousness, which is a fantastic album, by the way. Uh, Brown and Ferguson also played on the album Pat Martino Live in 72. Uh, that's the same album that his famous version of Sonny is on. So, But um, Brown and Pope began playing with Max Roach. Um, and then Ferguson later played with Pharaoh Sanders, Bud Shank, and Kenny Burrell. So, but later on in the 90s, the Muse catalog was acquired by the great Joel Dorn and his 32 Jazz label uh, released some of Catalyst's work on a 1998 compilation album. And um, it was called The Funkiest Band You Never Heard. So if you don't know of Catalyst, hopefully you dug Yuzuri. And hopefully you'll dig some more Catalyst stuff, because hopefully I'll throw some more at you. All right. Uh, and then we start off the set. Sorry, whenever there's a band that's gotten screwed, I f that has beautiful music, I feel like I have to say something. So I apologize for the long ramble, but there you go. 
We started off the set with the great Enrico Rava. That's an Italian trumpet player on ECM Records, who was joined by John Abercrombie on guitar, Pale Danielson on the bass, and John Christensen on the drums. If that those two names sound familiar to you, it's because Danielson and Christensen joined Garbarek and Jarrett as Keith Jarrett's European Quartet from Belonging, Nude Ants, um, all those albums, right? Sleeper that recently came out. So, yeah, so you've got half of Keith Jarrett's European Quartet. You've got Enrico Rava on the trumpet, John Abercrombie, stellar player that he is on guitar. And then in less than two minutes, you come up with this beautiful beautiful song called Parks. And the whole album is a lot like that. And the album is, by the way, The Pilgrim and the Stars from 1975. ECM Records. Gorgeous album. Alright, enough of me talking. Let's get back to some music. Here is some Brazilian stuff coming at you right off the bat. Here's Tokino and Vinicius de Moray. A totô balua ye, a totô baba. A totô balua ye, a totô baba. Vendas águas de Uxalá. Essa mágoa que me dá. Ela parecia o dia. A romper da escuridão Lida no seu manto todo branco Em meio à procissão E eu que ela devia ao Deus pedir Amor e proteção Meu pai Oxalá é o rei Venha me valer Meu pai Oxalá é o rei Venha me valer E o velho homo a totua balua e e o velho homulu a totua balua e meu pai oxalá é o rei venha me valer meu pai oxalá é o rei venha me valer e o velho homulu a totua balua e e o velho homulu a totua balua e que vontade de chorar Filha de Inhansã Com a sua espada cor de prata E meio a multidão Cegando o Xangô no balanceio Cheio de paixão Meu pai Oxalá é o rei Venha me valer Meu pai Oxalá é o rei Venha me valer E o velho homulu A tua balua e Oh, 
Jaco Pastorius killing it on the bass with Weather Report from their 1977 album, landmark album, Heavy Weather. That's right. The Jaco Pastorius composition, Teen Town. Talking about Jaco Pastorius, Wayne Shorter, Joe Zavino, Alex Acuna, and Man- Manolo Badrena. And it's that's the album with Birdland, A Remark You Made, The Juggler, Havona. It's all great. On that album, Jaco Pastorius contributed two songs, Havona and Teen Town, and they both were hits. So, of course, they were slightly eclipsed by the awesomeness of Birdland, written by Joe Zavino. But Teen Town is a bass player's nightmare. I will say that. <laughs> Because it just moves so fast. Um, But it's still killer, and I'm glad I got to share it with y'all. Before that, we heard Caribbean Sun by the great Carlos Garnett. And that comes from his 1974 album, Journey to Enlightenment, off of the Muse Records catalog, which we were just talking about with Catalyst. On this album, you can hear Carlos Garnett on vocals and reeds, such as the saxophone, as well as the ukulele. Reggie Lucas is on guitar. Hubert Eaves is on keyboards. The great Anthony Jackson is on bass. Howard King on the drums. Charles Pulliam on the congas. And Ayodele Jenkins is on vocals on the track that we did not hear so that must have been Carlos Garnett but he's on three different vocal tracks Iodele Jenkins so um, yeah from 1974 Journey to Enlightenment and if you can't remember all this don't worry don't sweat it forget about it you know because you need to just check out the website Dr. Jazz Podcast Z Podcast all one word no spaces dot wordpress dot com And there you can check out all of the tracks, the artists, and the album art so you know exactly what you're getting. You can find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Please feel free to leave a comment or a suggestion. We would love to hear from you. Uh, So far, the only comments and suggestions have been from this great program off of the Dr. Jazz program, Jazz from the 70s, as well as our our John Zorn projects. So we've got a couple things cooking on a lot of different fronts. So we would love to hear more suggestions from you. Uh, We started off that set with a great Tokino and Vinicius Gemore, two Brazilian guys. Uh, From 1973, we heard Mayu Paye Oxalá, which is Portuguese for My Lord Oxalá. And it was written by Vinicius Gemore and Tequino. 
1973. Uh, if you're not familiar with Vinicius Gemore, he is the guy that wrote the lyrics to the girl from Ipanema with Antonio Carlos Jobim. Yeah. And this samba composition is heavily influenced by the Afro-Brazilian religion of Cadomble. I hope I said that right. And it was, of course, first performed by the duo Vinicius e Tokino. Uh, there are also versions performed by each of them one-on-one. You know, like some with just Vinicius and some with just Tokino. But the one that we heard was the one of the duo together. Uh, it was released on Daniela Mercury in 2005 on her album Ballet Mulatto. But there are a couple of artists that you can never go wrong with in Brazilian music. Jobim is one. Vinicius Gemere is another. Tiquino. Marcos Valle. He's another good one. Armado Pascual. Um, Egberto Gismonti is another, you know, so a lot of great Brazilian musicians, especially are actually around the 70s, 60s and 70s, you know, so, all right, we got another great, uh, last set coming at you, so we're going to actually, since we just kind of, uh, alluded to some John Abercrombie, might as well, play a track by John Abercrombie as he had plenty of output in the 70s. So, yeah. Here is John Abercrombie with Parable. You listen to the Dodger Jazz Podcast.
Thank you.
Great Miles Davis, Spanish Key, from his 1970 album, Bitches Brew. This is the mother that started it all. Of course, if you're unsure about Bitches Brew, all of the big names are on this album. But particularly on that track, we heard... Miles Davis on the trumpet, Wayne Shorter on the soprano sax, Benny Maupin on the bass clarinet, Joe Zavino on the left channel piano, Chick Corea on the right channel piano, electric piano, Larry Young on the center electric piano, John McLaughlin on the guitar, Dave Holland on the bass, Lenny White on the left drum set, Jack DeJanet on the right drum set. Don Elias on the Kungas. So, in case you're wondering, just on that track alone, you've got part of Weather Report, Lifetime, Return to Forever, and the Mahavishnu Orchestra right there. Blam! Just on that track. And the Headhunters, Benny Maupin. He was part of the Headhunters. How did I forget? Damn. That's, it's just, it's, it's the album. Just. Mm. So, before that, we heard Duel of the Jester and the Tyrant by Return to Forever from their 1976 album, Romantic Warrior. This is 
Korea on Chick Korea on all of the synthesizers. Stanley Clark on the bass. The great Al Demiola on electric guitar and Lenny White on the drums. And we heard the the track that basically concluded the whole album, Duel of the Jester and the Tyrant. Great album. We started off the set with John Abercrombie's Parable from his 1978 album, Characters, on ECM. It's the track that starts out the entire album. And it's just a beautiful, gorgeous track. Very typical for ECM. Uh, That came out in 1978. So there you go. Alright. Well, this concludes our episode of another episode of the jazz from the 1970s. Hope you've dug it. Hope it uh, quenches the musical thirst of some of our listeners here at the podcast. Once again, please feel free to check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, leave a comment, leave a suggestion. Love to hear from you guys, even if it's just a shout-out, a quick shout-out. Please tell your friends. uh, Send them some links. Say, hey, you might dig this, man. Uh, But we do love you madly. We thank you for listening. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust. <laughs>